Hello, my friend. Welcome back from summer to our 75th episode. 75 times I have sat in front of this computer in the back of my husband's closet with my microphone and notes and just let her go. I have had it down to a science. I've had it, I've learned so much from episode one, which was about how starting is so, so hard and how when we start things, they're going to suck and we just have to embrace the suck, so to speak, and and so forth. But over last summer and this summer, I've taken a pause over the summer. And it's always good to take a pause, right? And I'm sure you're coming out of your summer as bleary-eyed as I have. And I'm kind of stumbling around and thinking, where do I even begin? And while there is a lot of things that we did and practices that I kept, there's a lot of things that fell by the wayside, right? I can't imagine that I'm alone. So now we're in the fall. It's actually chilly today. I'm not going to complain. And and I'm in this like heap of oh crap, where in the heck do I begin? And it's like starting all over. And as my mother would say, it's time for me to get my poop in a group. And I'm going to assume that you're right there with me. Okay? So let's just take this podcast for an example. I have in the past taken June and July off and then rebooted in August so that we're raring to go for September. But even though before the summer, I was on a regular routine, I recorded on specific days, I sent it to my brother, who is my editor, and we had it down to a science. But now I'm out of practice. And what happens when we get out of the swing of something that was clicking, that was working, is that we then have grand plans of picking up right where we left off and then some. We think, I just took that pause. So now I am invigorated to take this to the next level. So I am going to start here and we're going to go gangbusters. So as it relates to the podcast, I was going to come back, start recording. I was doing a new intro, new outro, going to look at the music, a new way of sending it out by email, a new way of promoting it, all the things. And instead, what did I do? Nothing. Each week, I said to my brother, I'm going to do one this week. Yep, I'm going to do this this week. But I didn't. And I probably wouldn't be even recording this one if I hadn't seen a friend and a very loyal listener yesterday who said, are we getting the podcast back soon? And I said, absolutely. There'll be a new episode on Monday. Even though in my heart of hearts, in my mind of minds, I was like, I am not ready. I don't have all those things. But just like when I started this podcast with the very first episode which is one of the 
most listened to episodes, which is called Starting is Hard. It's no different at episode one than it is at 75. Starting is hard. And what's even harder is starting over. We get so hung up with, I used to. I used to meditate every single day. I used to batch cook enough for the week. I used to get into the office before everyone else. I used to run five miles a day for fun. And it doesn't matter if used to was two weeks ago or two years ago. It continues to be our bar. Okay, that's where the bar is set, where we left off. And who is holding that bar? Those that are holding the bar are perfectionism and procrastination. And think of it as a very evil game of limbo. Growing up, we had a roller skating rink in Storm Lake, Iowa, that actually has run continuously since I was probably before I was even in elementary school, until this summer. It just closed. That's a whole sidebar conversation. But when we would play limbo on roller skates, which I was good enough to go in circles, not so great. I wasn't that limber to be able to make it that far in limbo. But there was always that like, you go through the first round and you're like, oh my God, I'm awesome. And then they put the bar down a little bit farther and you're like, okay. And you duck down and you're like, got it. And you go the next one and you got it. And then pretty much there, that's when they start. The woman who runs that place or ran that place was militant and she loved her whistle. And so as soon as she felt you touch the bar, she would blow that whistle and it was alarming. And I usually fell down at that point, but It reached a point where I just couldn't go any further, okay? And then you'd watch everyone else and they would get down. Like my friend Carrie could like, was like a human pretzel and she could go way down and underneath and so forth. They are now, that bar, we always say, oh, we hold the bar high. In this situation, think of them holding the bar low. Low in the fact that it was the most difficult. And Carrie didn't just go out there and get limbo winner the very first time. That took practice. That took a lot of skill. That took a lot of like ingenuity of figuring out what was the best way to like kick out her leg and go down under one skate and so forth. Okay. Carrie is still an amazing roller skater and also probably still very limber. She ain't going down that bar now. Like she can't do that now. Right. And she wouldn't even try. It wouldn't even, it was like, that would be ridiculous. But that's what we do to ourselves is that when we're trying to start over on our practices, in the initiatives in our life, we are so married to how it used to be that we just stay stuck. So I want you and me to get our poop in a group. 
And that means we have a few steps to go through to be able to kind of clear the slate and start again. Now, I have two other podcasts. I've already mentioned number one. I also have number 47, which is four steps to a hard reset, which are mostly different from these steps. And that's kind of like when you're in the overwhelm, when things are getting too big and too heavy, and you have to just kind of unplug yourself and how to do it. This is a little bit different. It isn't We can be overwhelmed when we don't know where to start, but it is a different situation. We kind of use our excuses and all of these used tos and this, I know what I'm supposed to do, Janessa, to hold us in this place. And this is more of a kickstart. This is more of a reboot. Let's move forward as opposed to let's power down for a few minutes. Okay. There's also episode 39, and this will be in the show notes, that is on mind dumps. And this is where if you have either situation, overwhelm or where the heck do I start, we dump it out all on paper and then we can make a strategy and so forth. But right now, I just need us to focus today on the art of starting over. That's what Get Our Poop in a Group is. Okay, starting is hard. Starting over is even harder. First step. We need to throw out the freaking bar. Okay, we have to unleash ourselves from the used to. Absolutely. You don't have to. That's kind of your medal of honor. If you used to run five miles a day for fun, you can still hold on to that. Just don't let it hold you back. So right now, I need you to think anything is possible. And we need to move that bar so you can run one freaking step. Okay? Step two. And this is one of the things, this is really, if you have any of the processes, if you're in the community, have done my jumpstart or have done any of the curriculum in getting more time, more energy and more joy, one of the very first steps for every single one of them is clear space. Clear space for you. Clear off a desk, your bedside table, your silverware drawer, your kitchen island, your dining room table, somewhere just so that you can see, ah, I am making progress. Doesn't matter what it is. Pick one that is bothering you the most. This does does two things. This gives you literal space in your life to be. It also gives a sign to universe that you're serious. Like, I'm ready. I'm ready. I was stuck all summer. I enjoyed my summer. I'm coming out of it. I am ready, my friend. I am ready to go forward in whatever that is. So one, change your perspective. Erase the bar. Kick perfectionism and procrastination out the door. 
to clear space. I then want you to have another perspective change. When we hold on to, I used to. The bar is set, as I said, very low so we can't get under it, but it also is set. What if you could run six miles a day for fun? What if you were to run a marathon? What if you were to run to work every day? Right now, by letting go of the bar and clearing space, we actually can celebrate the possibilities of starting over. It's kind of like when you get a new job, clean slate, anything's possible. Same kind of job, same kind of company, but now I'm gonna do things different this time. So now when we let go of used to, cleared space, and now are celebrating this starting over, we can realize that anything is possible. There's more optimism. Let's leverage optimism as opposed to thinking, oh my God, I used to do all these things and now I can't do any of these things and it's so horrible. No. It's like, today's a new day. Anything's possible. Let's do this. I want you to now, and this is where kind of the mind dumps come in, but I want you to just brainstorm for a second. What is the one thing that you need the most right now? Where do you start? Okay. So is it your eating? Is it your moving? Is it your mindfulness? Is it the work that you're doing? Is it the projects that are loading up? What is, you can't do it all, my friend. I've said this a million times. You can do anything. You cannot do everything. And so when we're getting our poop in a group, we're just working on one group at a time. And that is one thing. When we're starting over, We always think, I can do all the things. It's a clear slate. Anything's possible. I can do this and I can do this and I can do this and I can do this. And we make it to day two and then we fall into exhausted heap. And then we say, why the bother? I knew I couldn't do it anyway. Okay. So first I want you to pick one thing. Is it the project that needs to be done? Are you needing to hydrate more? Are you needing to eat better? Are you needing to meal plan? Are you needing to move more? Are you needing to declutter? Are you needing to change your sleep schedule? Are you needing connection with others? Now you might've said, yes, Janessa, F, G, whatever, all of the above. We all do. I want you to start with one. And then I want you to pick the smallest goal for that one that you can feel like you are winning. So picture me in 1977 going under that limbo bar at the highest point thinking I'm a freaking superstar because I didn't fall down and I just went under the bar and I felt 
amazing, okay? I want you to have three rounds. Remember, I can go through that bar about three times before I fell down, right? So I want you to get into practice and start making it easy, so easy that you cannot fail. And you will try to do more. I always say for those that are runners and haven't run in a long time, first week, you put on your shoes and you go outside. That's it. You've won. You've won. Now, do you want to run to the end of the street and come back? Fine. Do you want to walk around the block? Fine. You can do more, but you are only celebrating the first step, the first goal, which was I'm putting my shoes on and I'm going outside. Okay. And so this is what happens is the first day you're going to put on your shoes. You're going to go outside and you're like, oh my gosh, it's the first day I can do this. And you run around the block four times. And then the next day you think, okay, I did that yesterday. So I'm going to go outside. I'm going to put on my shoes, go outside. I'm going to run around the house five times. See, you're already escalating. There is no escalating. You need to get the slam dunk round in practice before you go any further. You're going to get greedy. You're going to outpace yourself and you're going to run out of steam. Don't do that. Now, once every single day, first you're picking something, right? You're breaking it down into the simplest of goals. And then I want you to celebrate every single day. Now, it seems like to celebrate just putting our shoes on is like giving participation trophies to every first grader. But for the same reason they do that, it's building confidence. And it's saying like, I can do this. It's a dopamine hit when we celebrate and when we can start seeing, if you put it on a calendar, somewhere to track, I did it this day, I did it this day, I did it this day, I did it this day. It's like, I think I can, I think I can, I'm doing this. Okay. So I want you to celebrate every single day. That could be one of my community members when she meditates, because it's harder for her to just fit that in and to quiet her mind. Every day that she meditates for 10 minutes, she gives herself a piece of dark chocolate. Now, I don't like dark chocolate. That wouldn't be my celebration. You have to do what makes sense for you. You don't have to spend a lot of money. You don't have to do it could be literally, I get to go lay on my bed for five minutes with my eyes closed, with my door closed, so no one bothers me. It can be that simple. Or it could be, I get to watch a show, or I get to call a friend. Whatever the case is, just make sure your celebrations are in keeping with the person that you're wanting to become, okay? So for all of our celebrations, if we are wanting to move more and or increase our health. We don't want to, and this is one of the examples in Atomic Habits by James Clear, which clearly, if you've not read, you must, is 
if you're wanting to get healthier and you're walking, you should then give yourself a reward. It should not be walking to the ice cream store. They kind of cancel each other out. That's what I want you to keep in mind. And then I want you to make sure that we're only putting more in, upping our goal or adding something in until that one is so solidly planted. This is where we're instant gratification because we're still holding on to used to, right? We used to run five miles every day. I, Janessa, can do more than just put on my shoes. Okay. Add a little bit more next time. We then go like, okay, let me go for a week of doing Janessa's way. And then I'm going to go all in and I'm going to go back to the way it used to be. Please, please don't. You're a different person now than you were then. You're actually, um, you're actually stronger, smarter, more experienced, more knowledgeable than you were then, even if it was two weeks ago. Use that to your advantage. Don't push yourself to a place where you're going to then fall down and not get up. Okay, my friends, you have seven steps of getting your poop in a group. It isn't going to be perfect. You don't have to have all the parts and pieces. You don't have to have the new intro, the new outro, possibly new music, a new way of um, publicizing these and so forth. You just need to sit down and just do it. Because you know what? Go to the core of what it matters. When my friend said yesterday, are we getting the podcast back? I remembered why I do this. I love to picture you listening to this, taking me on your walks, taking me on your drives, taking me, taking me with you to fold your laundry, do all the things, trying to make your life easier, little bits by little bits. That's what this is all about. It's not about fancy music and elaborate intros and outros. Mind you, I haven't given that up, but it's about just doing it. Just starting over and embracing the suck and embracing what's possible with a restart. I would welcome you, as always, to check out the Daily Practice community where we work with women who are ready to get started.